Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! We should open every episode with a sneeze. That'd be so much different than like a violent sneeze. I recognize that. Or like a scream sneeze. Like my sneezes are violent. I understand that about myself. (sighs) I have violent sneezes. Stella, no. Get down. Cats have it so easy. In the Some words, of them. Well, that's true. Some of them don't. Yeah, like Judy Dench and Ian McKellen. Oh my God, we're not talking about this story. again! <laughs> oh. oh boy. But it is true what they say. Everybody does want to be a cat. Everybody wants to be a cat. Bah. Mm. Oh, superior, Stella, be superior film about cats. Anyway, um, happy recording. New Year's Eve. Happy. Is it really? When this one releases, it will be. <gasps> happy New Year's Eve. What are you doing, New Year's We're almost. Eve. It's almost the Roaring Twenties. At the time you're listening to this, I'm counting down to noon at the Chicago Children's Museum. Because we're having a New Year's Eve party. Oh, that's for the kiddos. so cute. Yeah, it is, right? Wow. Welcome to the Feeny Call. It's the Feeny Call. We're, you know, we're here. Feeny! We're that too. What if this was a 25-minute podcast of us just saying the word Feeny in different voices? Every week? Every week. <laughs> every single week. Like we have a different we have a different guest every week to add in some voices. To add in some, I mean, that's our next. Once we finish with all seven seasons of sure. Boy Meets World, then we can start in on. Let's record a bonus episode. And, and it's just, just us. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes. Everyone's going to hate Phoenix. us. So today. <laughs> today on the Phoenix Call. Today on the Phoenix Call is episode, up, season two, episode 13, Cyrano. Cyrano. Cyrano the Burger Shack. What? That's a jukebox musical. It's a real thing. It's called Cyrano the Burger Shack. Interesting. It's based on Cyrano de Bergerac. It's a jukebox musical that was written sometime in the last 10 years. And it uses songs such as The Middle by Jimmy Eat World, Call Me Maybe what? by Carly Rae Jepsen. What? Uh, we Got the Beat by The Go-Go's, I think, is in oh there. Oh, my God. Um, it's, I mean, it's basically, it's like, it's the story of Cyrano. Yeah. But in, like, a middle school, and, like, they mostly hang out at this burger shack. See, my trivia of the day was going to be that there's a new adaption of this obviously with Steve Martin called Roxanne it was made in 87 I was going to say don't say new that's 30 years old well alright <laughs> a newer but now I'm like no go see the other one Go. well I don't know where check your local community theater <laughs> to see if they're doing Cyrano the Burger check Shack check your local children's theater it sounds um, like I have to do a recap silly me silly oh, me. Oh, that I was re- about to go straight ca- into do we, um, oh I guess we. that was our trivia go and check your local community theater for Cyrano check. the Burger Shack Ready, set, go. Corey and Sean, they are, they bump into Frankie and Harley, and Harley's getting into an argument with his girlfriend, and he's like, Frankie, fuck him up, and Frankie takes him into the other room, and he's like, I actually need your help with something, can you help me woo this girl? And, um, (laughs) and, don't make me laugh, and they go to... (laughs) So they try to help Frankie woo this girl. They realize it's Harley's girlfriend. So Harley's girlfriend falls for Frankie because he's talking sweet to her. And then Harley finds out and he approaches Amy and Alan about their Time. problems. Damn it. Oh, I'm You s- made me I'm laugh. I'm sorry. I was really hung up on Frankie or Frankie go fuck him up. 
<laughs> I was really, really hung up on that. And was I, I wrong? No, but I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Frankie, go fuck him up. Like, I wish that that was the line. I wish they had just thrown oh. Gosh into the wind and him been like, Frankie, I got you two pinatas. Frankie, go fuck him up. <laughs> God damn it. I mean... Oh, that was funny. I'm sorry. Anyway, that's the gist. All right, that's the gist. We're, we're mostly there. The Alan, only part that I missed the is that plot. they all the make up. Well, there's the whole B plot with well, the trash yeah, compactor. With the trash compactor. Alan buys yeah. a trash compactor for Amy for their anniversary, which is not a smart anniversary no. present. No, it's not. That's it's not. Makes abundantly clear. Oh, he was great in this episode. It it's been a Feeny while. Episode. It has been a while since the, we've gotten some decent fucking Feeny. I would say arguably the entire second season yeah, so far has really not had haven't any had any a good lot Feeny. of good Feeny. Mm-mm. We've had a lot of like Feeny as as the teacher in the classroom providing mm-hmm. the the history lesson that vaguely relates to what happens the rest of the week, but it's usually just expositional. Turner it's has not been usually more. There. Yes, Turner's around more. Which is fine. Like, I, I, I like yeah. Turner, but I miss, miss some. Feeny. I miss some saddle up to the fence for some advice over I here. I feel like we'll get more. Well, we obviously do get more. The later the seasons go, and obviously once we stop with Turner, um, I feel like that's when we get more more Feeny wisdom. Right. Well, in the whole first season, it's like every episode that's Corey true. stands on the other side of the fence and Feeny feeds him information. Mm-hmm. We haven't had that at all this season. Like no. when you think about the last episode when they do the clip show. Mm-hmm. And there's like they do like the the clip of Corey jumping over to the fence to mm-hmm. be like, hey, Feeny, help me out. Yep. It's a lot of season one. It is. And then like four, five, six. Yep. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, there's not as much two and three because we spend a lot of time with Turner. Yeah. They, you know, it's and that's cool, but damn it, I'm missing some Feeny wisdom. I know. And we get it here. We, we do get, get some it. Feeny wisdom back, which is great. And Just it's for me. Alan, which is And really it's for nice. Alan, too. Not even for Corey. Just I like great. it when Feeny's around for the I l- parents. I, really, I love me some, like, Feeny to, to Alan and Amy. Mm-hmm. It's, I love that, those scenes and those interactions. Yeah. Really good stuff there. Love that stuff. Yes, yes. So exciting. What did you learn? What did I learn? People want to be appreciated. Yep. People want to, you, you know, you should think about your other half mm-hmm. and, and, and appreciate them as much as you can. Um, you know, and and I think this episode does a good job of kind of calling attention to you know like it 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 boils it down and it's always like women want to be appreciated so appreciate women and mm-hmm. like yeah that's true but like but in the broader sense everybody just wants to be appreciated and thought about it's true it's really wonderful to know that someone's thinking about you and has done something because they thought that it would make you happy mm-hmm. or make you make your like make something easier or feel good or whatever it is you know. No one wants to be taken for granted. Right. Just, you know, think about think about that person. Because mm-hmm. if you really love them, you probably do think about them a lot. It's true. Pretty much always thinking about Sarah. She's not going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> she wouldn't hear that. But if she did, she would respond with, oh, God. I did have the conversation this morning, actually. I said, I, I said, I kissed Sarah, and she was like, what? It was just kind of out of nowhere. She's like, what was that for? And I was like, because I love you. And she went, oh. <laughs> and I was like, when I when I propose to you, are you gonna say you? And she was like, I would love to tell you no, but I might. <laughs> uh, this which... is a total side note, but have you seen? You probably haven't seen the Time Traveler's Wife. And they're like talking, mm-hmm. and then he asked her to marry him, and she mm-hmm. goes, No. And he was like, <laughs> What? And she was like, No, I mean yes. I just wanted to see what it would be like to say no. <laughs> I feel like that'll be Sarah. Uh, it, be like, she could no. be. Well, there's a lot of times she's been very clear about situations in which I would propose and she would say no. 
For instance, if I were to like Obvi- the go jumbotron, to a jumbotron or any sort of like we're gonna like do a choreographed dance, yeah, yeah no, those kinds of things. She's been very clear that like if I were to go to that yeah, extreme, no. she would say no. That's a pretty much if you're listening to this. <laughs> There's just it's one woman's opinion, so I can't I can't honestly say that every woman doesn't want this because maybe some maybe sure. your spouse does, but I would say jumbotron is an automatic no, and uh, mm-hmm. flash mobs you we need to leave them mm-hmm. in like 2011, mm-hmm. just leave them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do not pick I, them back up. I what I think is the problem with like the jumbotron, the the proposee mm-hmm. has no power in that situation. You have robbed them of their power yeah. because now forty thousand people are watching are this expecting. and expecting you to say yes yep. and are expecting to cheer afterwards. Yes. So in the event that the proposee did want to say no, yep. they are now the villain. Yep. Um, so love each other. <laughs> love each other. Don't take the people you love. But I think Feeny makes a great point and it is, it is when Alan and him are sitting down for the second time and he's like, that was great, right? You're like, she said she wanted it. You went out and got it. Saved you a lot of time. Didn't have to think about it at all, huh? Yep. And he's like, ah, shit. And it's like, yeah. When people say it's the thought that counts, that's often a phrase used to justify a bad gift. Yes. But, like, someone tried. But, like, a gift should be best received and given not because, like, wow, cool thing that you like in your life, but because, like, wow, I really thought this would be something you would like. Yes. Or, like, I thought hard about it and I, like, I arrived at this conclusion. No, mm-hmm. You know, like, it, it is the thought that counts there. Yes. Um, and that's why, like, when he gives her the pearls... I appreciate that he says one for every year we've been married Mm -hmm. because, even though he's wrong with the number, um, what that, like if he had just given her pearls and been like, do you forgive me? There's no thought there still. But the fact that he's like, I thought about it and there's one pearl here for every year we've been married. Mm -hmm. This is like symbolic of that. Yes. Then that becomes like a bigger thing. It takes on a new form. Besides just apology jewelry. Yeah. They said they've been married 17 years. Uh Uh-huh. And Eric is 16. So they got married and got busy. Like They do say, oh, in that first year that we were together, that was a good year. Implying that they had lots of sex in that year before they got married. Obviously, because Eric popped out shortly after. Yeah. I love Feeney in the beginning of that, too, is really funny. Where it's like, oh, what'd you get her? Trash compactor. Yes. Trash compactor. Hmm. Well, um, happy anniversary, and I hope you have yep. more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love the hope you have more bit. It's very funny. It's good stuff. Beanie knows. I, I'm. I usually think of Alan as a very evolved person and father, mm-hmm. but there are some times when I'm like, wow, you fall into. Yeah, he does a lot of the sitcom dad fall into shit. Traps. Yeah, you <laughs> fall into some pretty dangerous and deep traps. Yeah. I like the I like the whole like the Cyrano bit with Frankie mm-hmm. and and Gloria who is obviously twenty five. Oh my yeah, <laughs> that was one of my first notes. Is like these actors are so old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so is the guy that plays Harley. He's yeah. obviously twenty five. I think it's supposed to be the thing about Harley though is I think it's supposed to be funny that he's he's obviously dropped or he's not dropped out but right, he's, but he's held back and that, they say like yeah. eighth year of high school or whatever. They're like, you're in high school, and it's supposed to be funny because he's obviously not in high school. Mm-hmm. But then I guess because he was so much older than they were, they, they had, had to bring in an older actress because yeah. if they had someone who was actually It'd like be weird. 18, be weird. it would be kind of weird. So yeah. I understand that to an extent, but they're just so old. It's so funny to me how True. old they are. 
Frankie's hair looks super dyed in this episode. It does look a little weird, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. And I'm not sure if they did that for a reason, if they wanted him to look mm. more like Harley or something, but it's mm. very, yeah. it's very black in this yeah. episode. And I don't think that it's, it has not been like that in past episodes. Normally yeah. it's a very like, it is like light darker. brown. Yeah. Maybe he dyed it. Let's talk about the beginning of this episode, actually. I want to jump back. To in the classroom. To Topanga? Yeah. Well, it's specifically to this, like, to this conversation. Yes. The thing that struck me that I didn't like. Estrogen section? Estrogen section. I, that was my first note. I just said. Oh, man. In quotes, estrogen section, and then ouch next to it. Yeah, I was like, oh. I was like, I don't. Turner. I don't know. I hated that, man. That was not good. Yeah. Gross. What a gross way to ask. just call her by her name. For Topanga to, to respond. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and Topanga gives a very witty response. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> half of you will live alone. Half of you end up being alimony. Amazing. It's yeah. She's hit him with it. She's Love great. It. I, I, think, lo- I, I think it's funny. Is this going to be on the test? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big test. In ways you won't even know. Like I love when adults make jokes with children that are like about their life. Yes. <laughs> uh, that the child doesn't totally know is yes. a joke, right? But and then like the other adults in the room are like, oh damn. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yesterday I was at I was at work and there was this child who I was interacting and playing with, mm-hmm. and she came over and said, I have a bunk bed, and I said, oh cool bunk bed, no way, I want a bunk bed. And she said, you can't have it, and I was like, why? And she's like, it's my bunk bed, and I said, all right, well I don't want your bunk bed, I want my own bunk bed. She said, well you have to buy one, and I said, all right, well how much do you think a bunk bed is? Like a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars? She said, no more. I was like three, four hundred dollars, and she says, "No, all your money." And I said, "All my money," and she said, "Yeah, like a thousand dollars." And I was like, "Yeah, Ouch. I mean that's about Ouch. all." <laughs> How dare you and be accurate? No, that's what I said. I was like, "You're right. That is about all my money." <laughs> and her, her, her grown up, her mom, or whomever was in the room with her, just started laughing. <laughs> and this girl did not know why. I was like, "Yep, that eh, all that's, my money. That's pretty much like a thousand dollars. There you go." Yikes. and so that's how i felt about turner's oh yeah it is gonna be on the test in ways you don't even know in that whole scene i think it's all like it sets up the episode very well and it's presented all in like a very interesting way but i do think that this is one of this is one of the episodes that falls prey to girls are this way boys are this way oh yeah it's so it is it is very like gender conforming kind of so many of these episodes are just like Boys, it was girls. The 90s. Yeah. It was the 90s. Well, again, you know, we said it last week. It's boy meets world. It is, and the yeah. Show, the show wrote itself, like, conceptually, it was going to be about those things. Ooh. Yes. So it does do a little... I like the way that this is... Like, I like that scene and the way that the information plays into the rest of the episode, but it does have sure. moments of that. And I'm... Yeah. So I was At least the episode like, makes boys dumb. Yeah. <laughs> At least all the boys in the episode are dumb. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of, I was very appreciative of, I don't know. Yeah. The way it was handled. Sure. Does it oversimplify things? Yes. But at least all the boys are dumb. The boys are dumb. There are a lot of moments in this show where it kind of shows that the boys are dumb. Yeah. Appreciate that. You know, these writers probably have special relationships yeah. with their partners. <laughs> I want to talk about the last, this is on my mind right now. I'm going to say it before I forget it. At the end of this episode, mm-hmm. there's the tag after the, like the credits tag where he's talking to Turner and he's like, look at that. I did that. Frankie and Gloria there. That was mm-hmm. me. Corey actually didn't, he didn't do shit. No, he didn't do anything. He didn't do shit there. Sean, Sean, did, sa- Sean did all of it. Sean did all of it. Made me mad. Corey's over here taking fucking credit. Like he did something. Yeah. Asshole. 
<laughs> there's Corey being an entitled little prick again. Yeah, Sean did. Sean did the work. Pretty much all of it. He um, gave all the lines. Corey just happened to be like, yeah, my parents yep, bought it. Like that, that was but, the only that thing. That was an accident. Corey didn't do that on purpose. It was the only Corey thing that he Corey didn't tell him to go talk to my mom. Mm-mm. Amy and Sean did all the work. <laughs> Amy handled herself so well. What a pro. What a guy. When Harley pro. just shows up at her house and right. she's like, who are you? Right. And then he's like, I hear you're going through something. And she's like, all right, let's sit down. Let's have let's a cup have of tea. tea. Let's, let's talk, talk it out. About... She's not like, get out of my house or right. like who are you she probably should have been she probably should have probably. told him she probably shouldn't have just let him in no uh, probably not when this when this 25 year old greaser yeah walked up to her up. back door she probably shouldn't have just let him in i but. mean i think i don't even know if alan has been home this whole time he shows up at the end he of the shows scene. up later he's been listening in the other room so apparently. he's been listening in the other room so i'm thinking maybe he has been home this whole time but he comes in and he's like who are you right, like right. so he hasn't been home this whole time so yeah. she's arguably a home alone or mm-hmm. home and morgan's upstairs because eric shows up halfway through the scene Corey, Corey shows, shows up, up halfway through yeah. the scene alan shows up at the end of the scene yeah. so she's arguably home alone with morgan um even more reason not to let this stranger so in even yeah house. more reason not to let the stranger Poor decision in. there she handles herself well she handles herself well, so well don't let them in don't let that person in no probably not but they have like a great conversation and i love again i love moments when harley is vulnerable mm-hmm. i really appreciate I like the actor those great, moments yeah. mm-hmm. and I, you know what i think is great how they resolve him or how they resolve the like how he resolves to handle this Mm-hmm. And that is to to not do anything. Yes. Basically. It is not like, okay, you're right. I'm going to get my girl. I'm going to listen to what she wants. And then yep. he says like, no, you're right. She wants Frankie. Yeah. Done. Cool. And then we Let's never see her that. again. <laughs> and we never see her again. Fuck it. But I love that like that's the conclusion he arrives at. Yes. Is that it's not only like, I'm going to go find my girl and you're right. I'm going to take care of her. I'm going to listen to what she wants now. Yep. It's just like, you're right. She's made it clear. She wants Frankie and I'm listening to that. Which is nice. It's a good resolution. Yes. He's he's sweet deep down. Yeah, we love, I swear he we love is. Harley. Oh, another Harley note. He confirms what we had speculated before in season or in episode ten, I think. Whatever Sister Teresa was, I think it's episode ten. Their mom is an alcoholic. Oh yeah, yeah. He says it's four, four o'clock so she's and she's out knocked cold. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mom's an alcoholic. So mom is definitely an alcoholic. We have confirmation in that. Still an alcoholic, yeah. obviously, because I mean, after her husband left, clearly she didn't, that didn't right, 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 resolve right. the issue. Right. I can't remember what TK says in that episode exactly, but we had, we had talked about mom being an alcoholic. She said she, when she called, her mom was drinking, her mom couldn't come pick her up because she had been drinking. Right, 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 right. right. And so Harley came on his bike. Mom but clearly still that's still a, an issue that's affecting their family. But I thought that, that it just caught that and I was like, oh, we made a note of that earlier. Right. So we were right. <laughs> Sean says circumcised evidence, and I'm not circumcised kidding. Evidence. I laughed out loud because there are certain things that I s- distinctly remember about this show. Whenever I rewatch it, I'm like, they're about to say this line. They're about to say this line. This mm-hmm. thing is about to happen. But there are some lines that catch me off guard, and that caught me off guard. Yeah. And I was like, ah! Oh! And no one does anything so with it either. No. no one corrects him. No one says, no one says shit about it. Maybe you don't mean that we word. We just keep going with that. <laughs> like, yep, that's it. That's what you meant. That was, the, that was exactly right. Nailed it. That's like, damn. Funny. Oof. It is funny. It's a funny joke. I really, I do like Sean in this episode. This is one of the episodes where he kind of tends to play on the dumber side just a little bit, yeah. but especially with the whole wooing thing. <laughs> what is woo? What is woo? <laughs> it's funny. When Harley shows up and sees Corey and Sean in the hall after they have coached Frankie, and he's like, didn't I tell Frankie to dispose of you two? I'm like, did you, 
Like that Did you impli- actually right. think that he was going to <laughs> kill them? That implies that you were like, yeah, actually, please go murder these two boys. Like, this wasn't even the same day. It was the next day. Right. Like, Frankie is, like, surprised to see them yep. and, like, leads with that. And I'm like, oh, did you mean it? Did you? Because, like... Yeah, I thought that, too. <laughs> that, was a, that was a little glimmer in my mind as well. I was like, he doesn't... Right, he like, he's strangely to surprised to see them still alive. Yep. Which is weird. <laughs> and I understand if he meant like beat them up and they show up and they're like, they're no, clean but he's face, like they but are he's alive. Like, you're alive. I can't yeah. believe it. And I'm like, no. I'm like, no, man. That's not. That's, this you're shouldn't not surprise you. Killing middle schoolers, please. Yeah, not right. Like now, I'm now school. I'm wondering like, fuck, no, did they have, have they killed a guy? <laughs> right. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> Has he like given a guy to Frankie and Frankie's killed a guy before? I <laughs> like, really hope not. It's kind of what it implies. I would that... explain Frankie's like tortured soul. Because he's killing people. <laughs> well, and Frankie's so poetic. I'm very surprised that he... I understand getting nervous around the person you like and have yeah. feelings for and whatever, but I'm with how poetic Frankie is, I'm very surprised that he needs as much help as he does. Well, he just needs help getting started. Yeah, I think that there. was a big thing. He's, he, 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 takes, there, he, he starts running with it. Yeah. And he gets his own good lines where he's like, I am an ocean of love for you, <laughs> or whatever he says. Two things about this girl. I can't believe she, we have another case of this girl. A couple, a guy says a couple nice things to her. Ugh, instantly, she flips. Rolls She's over just for like, him. "All right, here I am. Do with yeah. me what you will." Ugh. But the second thing is, she is a little bit of a bitch because she just goes off with Frankie. This is Harley's best friend. They have not broken up. Well, it's true. They. She just goes off and she's like, "I'm gonna be with him now." She doesn't communicate right, this she to Harley she doesn't at all. tell Harley like hey fuck you I'm with Frankie now yeah, Harley just catches them in the act yeah, so that's right. that's not good of Frankie but I appreciate Frankie coming clean about being like I had feelings for her I went for it she picked up on it so here we are yeah yeah, yeah. but she should have been like oh that's very sweet of you to say mm-hmm. I'm still in a relationship with Harley but let me go dump him uh, let me go dump we'll him and then we can go get a burger yeah yeah so I like it's shitty of both of them, kind right. of, but I would say it's more shitty of her because she's the one in the relationship. She should have been more I, responsible. I agree. I do like that Frankie says, I can explain. Good. Go ahead. I went behind your back and stole your girl. <laughs> like, just very right up front. Just very upfront about it. It's like, yep, notice those you are the did, events as they happened. Uh, <laughs> good job. Thank you for coming clean. That was good. Who Who's your MVP, Megan? My MVP is Amy. Amy. Because she handles herself so well. And mm-hmm. I think there's she handles herself pretty well also when i wish she would have been a little more communicative but also there is a point where i'm like i don't think she should have had to have been alan should have known that the trash compactor was a shitty gift yeah i do often think about that line and it is a lovely gift for a tuesday for yeah for a tuesday (laughs) A, a part of me was like don't go to dinner like this don't be and then she's chopping the lettuce and there's still a a rift, a rift there there's not they're not having good communication and i wish that and maybe she wasn't ready to talk about it yet. well we don't know so what i think is interesting there is alan still hasn't figured it out yes at that point mm-hmm. and do you think they had a conversation i think they had a conversation and he still is like isn't getting it and that's mm. why she's still upset and i think that they they had a conversation and like it frustrated her and she's like i'm done with this and yeah. then like you go you need to figure out what the problem is mm-hmm. and he still hasn't and I think that that could be why she is still frustrated at that time and it's not that they haven't had a conversation that's fair and I understand I sympathize <clears throat> with Alan in this situation because I'm not a great gift giver and mm-hmm. so if someone says like oh well I kind of wanted this I'll be like oh great that's my next gift that I'll mm-hmm. get for them mm-hmm. I do sympathize but I would say it's a good 
if someone says that they want something or they've been thinking about something, I would say that's a good springboard, but you have to be, and it doesn't even have to be, that was something else's at the end of the episode, obviously gives her the necklace and being, being thoughtful or showing appreciation to a significant other or even like a family member. It doesn't have to be a material object. It can be kind words. It can be a date night. It can be a multitude of things. Mm -hmm. It's mostly just about making that person feel heard and appreciated and not taken for granted. Yeah, I agree. My MVP is Feeny. Of course. It always is. I'm not shocked. He's around (laughs) for it, you know? just so he i think he is the most valuable player though i think that like he gives alan the lesson mm-hmm. you know i see what you mean though with amy she gives yeah. she gives the same lesson it's kind of yeah it's two different sides of the same right. coin basically because feeney gives it to alan in a more mm-hmm. adult context right. whereas amy gives, amy it, to gives it to harley but yeah. more in the context of like these are just the facts of life. She yeah. doesn't She doesn't make him think at all. I feel like Feeney uses his words in such a way that makes Alan right. come Rock to the realization himself, whereas Amy's like, this is exactly what you need to know. Yeah, yeah, Here's yeah. all of the lessons. Right, so right. I feel like they both do a good job of giving the lesson and in, a pro- in an appropriate fashion for whom they are giving the lesson to. Uh-huh. Something, I think I talked about this maybe two or three weeks ago. Corey says, yeah, my parents always work it out. Mm-hmm. says, how? I don't know, they just do. Mm-hmm. And that struck me a certain way because I think I talked about this a few weeks ago where I was like, it is important for parents to let their kids see mm-hmm, the, the whole thing, including the resolution. Like, don't hide don't hide your fights. Don't hide your resolutions. Yeah. Because all Corey knows is they fight and they make up somehow. I don't know how. They figure it out, I guess. Yeah. He never sees that, apparently. And then that struck me as something I remember talking about it. Like, That's interesting. There's another episode. I forget if it's... It might be Harley and this girl again. I could be oh, wrong. Oh, where are you talking about or the another one? girl. They're all in chubbies. Yeah, and they're all they... in chubbies now, and Amy come and, like, put on their fight yes. on display. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the... Because the there details. is a moment when it flips. When we were watching that fight play out, that it's kind of staged, obviously. It's not, like, You're talking really about the one later. Fight. Yes, yeah. later. We kind of watch the moment where it does flip. Yeah. And there is some sort of resolution, but it is a little unclear. It's kind of foggy because all sure. of a sudden they're all of a sudden instead of yelling, Amy's laughing. Right. And it's it just happens so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Whoa, whoa, how did you do that?" Yeah. So it is a little unclear. So even if I could see that even if they do have some sort of resolution in front of Corey, it right. could go completely over his head. Yeah. But it's important to still It is. It is very those, important to have still have insights. resolution. I think the reason one of the reasons I feel like people don't see a resolution so much also is because I feel like we put so much emphasis on you've resolved a fight, now you have makeup sex. And so it happens behind closed doors right. because then there's that whole aspect of, oh, we had a fight, now we get to have makeup sex. Sure. And obviously you don't do that in front of your kids. Don't do that in front of your kids. <laughs> Things no one should have to say out loud. Things no one should have to say out loud, but I'm just going to because sure. who knows who's listening. But yeah, that's I feel like there's so much emphasis on that that the all the making up happens as you're getting ready for bed mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're in sure. bed. I guess it does all, oh yeah. Yeah, you're right. So have resolution in front of your children. That's fine. And then go ahead and go have makeup sex later. <laughs> Anything else? Um, No, I think those are Follow us notes. on social media. Send us a message if you like. Yeah. Um, we'll still be here kicking in 2020. 
Hopefully. I hope that didn't just doom us. Knock on wood. Uh, thanks so much for listening. It's been a fun year. We started this thing in March. When did we start we did. recording? We started uh, recording in March, released in April. Released at the end of April, yeah. Was the So it's we're coming up. We're not quite a year, Mm-mm. but it's been fun. It's been yeah. a good project. I'm thanks enjoying for, it. Uh, thanks for listening. going along with us. We appreciate you still listening. Yeah. Um, we hope that you have a safe and happy new year. Yes, be Whatever, safe, if you're listening to this on New Year's Eve, whatever you're doing tonight, be smart, be safe. Yes. If you live in Illinois, happy legal weed starting tomorrow. Woo! Um, really, thank you so much for still mm-hmm. being around. We appreciate you. Absolutely. And happy new year to you and yours. Yes. Happy 2020. Happy 2020. We'll still be here on a Tuesday. Oh, again, knock on wood. Class dismissed.